Welcome back, everyone, to the Go Station podcast. Number one podcast in the world. I'm here with my co-host, Keshfire, and I, of course, am your favorite host, Arya. And today, we're going to be talking about a really, really cool topic. I feel like this is a topic that gets talked about a lot, but also not a lot. It's weird. It's like a buzzword, but... It's definitely a buzzword. It's definitely a buzzword. Also, should Arya be a tele, tele, telecaster, like, like voice? A, like a commentator? <laughs> you know, I would actually love to be a commentator for, like, a soccer game. Yeah. That would I, be a cool job to have. Uh, leave a comment in the section below. <laughs> anybody, if anybody knows how I can get started in, in soccer commentary, please message me and let me know. <laughs> but anyways, we're going to be talking about um, manifestation today. Which yeah. is a super power. It's literally a superpower that Kesh and I have figured out how to harness. And now we want to share the secrets with you, okay? Which is funny, because let's go back to if anyone's actually known when this became a buzzword. It started, which I know you don't know about, but maybe you do. It started with the whole um, book and movie, The Secret. The Secret? Yeah. Have you even heard of it? No, is it recent? Oh Old? no, it's like two thousand and something, two thousand five or. Who who something. plays in it? It's not it's not a movie like that. It's like a documentary, and it has all these like celebrities and people, and not celebrities, but now they're celebrities because, mm. um, that was like when they weren't that popular. I see. But this author who wrote the book, The Secret, Rhonda Burns, she actually started the whole like. I think popularization of the buzzword aspect, which isn't bad. It's just I think that's when it, it became like more well known, right? It's yes. on Netflix and everything. If you want to watch it, it's called The Secret. Um, so, but it's interesting because with that, I know if you go on YouTube and you search it up, if you look up podcasts, if you look up anything, like you will find a ton of content revolving around it about manifestation or about yeah, this? yeah. Okay. The Secret is about manifestation. It's the law of attraction, yeah. which is manifestation. Um, and a lot of people talk about it. And a lot of people who don't know about it think it's a lot of, like, woo-woo things because... Yeah. So, hold on. Maybe we should say... Yeah, let's talk about that Because of a first. lot of things. But, but, so, because of all this, I want to actually take it back because for me it's different, but for you... You didn't know about it or even wanted to. I it. was one of the people who thought it was like woo woo shit. Yeah. I was like, whenever somebody would talk about manifestation to me, I'd be like, okay, so what? You just got to think about what you want. Okay, well, I'm constantly thinking about what I want. So obviously, like, it's not a thing. Hard work is the only real thing, like hard work and struggle. You got to struggle. You got to work hard. That's the only way you can, you can get what you want. Yeah. And, and, then, and then it clicked. And then I understood. Well, no. So I want you to explain a little bit more of the before part. For I'm sure there are a lot of people who are like that. Yeah, I'm sure. I know a lot of my friends. I'm sure are a lot of a lot of people we know are. Yeah, I um, have friends. A ton of friends are like that, and it's funny because it's, it's funny because it's sad, and you just want to grab them and like shake them and go like, "Buddy, listen to me." Listen to me. <laughs> well, you just realize that people who have the understanding of these laws, and they're universal laws, like the law of attraction is one of the universal laws, um, energetically. Yes. And so, a lot of people don't believe, A, in energy, 
and be in the idea that your mind can be so powerful because that's what it comes down to. So the reason I think this happens is what you went back to, which is you go back in the past and you go through schooling, Mm -hmm. which is what most of us go through. You go through your parents' um, thought processes and the way they've raised you and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And so all of these influences in your life as well as popular culture like Gary and all of these people who, like, have the hustle culture mindset. Mm, Yeah. um, Tell everyone, like, the only way to make it is to work. It's to work. It's the struggle. It's the grind, right? It's the grind. It's working. It's like the messages, if you want to be successful, you can't take vacations, you can't take breaks. Like, you need to be, like, on your grind 24-7. Yeah, up until a bit. That's the only way to make it. Until you until you can make it, and then it's like maybe you can start learning how to take some time. But yeah. even then, you should be getting, grinding. But and I know a lot of my friends who think you know manifestation is like woo stuff. When they look at somebody who is successful and is trying to tell them about manifestation, I feel like they have all these excuses like, oh well, that person is just lucky. Like they had it easy. Like they this, they that. Yeah, and so I think that's two. That's a two part thing. One of it is the fear of the unknown. A lot of us, you know that where it's like it's not your fear of failure that's holding you back but your fear of success a lot of us even though if you tell someone they'll be like bs i'm not scared of success i want to succeed but a lot of us are so terrified of what will happen if we actually do what it is we really want and get it the easy way like what will everyone say if i just happen to come upon it and then there's the other people who are like working super hard and how is that fair to them so you know there's all these fear blockages Hmm. in our mind i've never actually experienced these fears a lot for me it's the other way around where it's like it was the fear of failure that held me back from trying a lot of things where it was like i didn't even want to try because i I just thought i would fail so i wouldn't try well there's or or i wouldn't even conceive the idea in my head yeah because once that like inkling of the idea took place my subconscious would immediately shut it down Due to, you know, the the fear of failure. Yeah, it does take, like, there's different, there's a whole ton of reasons, like, psychologically, why you could analyze why you're not open to things like this. Um, But here's the fact of it. It's not like it's as simple as just thinking something, like Arya said, and I think that's the misconception. Misconstrued conception misconception misconception <laughs> learn new words here people um <laughs> of yeah about it's not it's thing. not just a it's not just like you sit at home and you're like i want to be a rock star i want to yeah. be a rock star i want to be a ro-. no or like they say they say like vision boards and like you know it's like i just put a picture up then it shows up so there's like that's the whole thing these I are all people, pieces in the puzzle right and so people i see like see glimpses of it and they're like that doesn't make any sense never mind I don't even care and I think you were kind of like that when I was doing it and I would be like journal or like let's make a vision board together and stuff and you'd be like uh I don't know about that it doesn't really make much sense I'll do it to like please you but I don't I don't want to do it really and you were you would fight me on it honestly you'd be like I don't want to do it don't make me do it and I'd be like okay I'm not gonna make you do it right (laughs) because you can't and that's the first thing you need to understand is if you're trying to like if you already know about this and you're trying to tell someone else about it, and anyone who's listening to it, if you're not open to it, like, there's no way we're forcing you to do this or anything like that, because it's your decision at the end of the day. Ultimately, what it comes down to is 
can you look at your life and say, I'm totally happy with the way things are. I don't want anything more in life. I don't have any greater dreams or greater aspirations or greater goals. If you do have those greater dreams and goals, then you, you pay attention yeah. and be open because I we're going to blow your mind. But I think I need to make a disclaimer there. Okay. Disclaim away. I don't think you can start this from a place of misery. No. So if you're unhappy with your life and you're miserable with things, you need to shift your emotional state before you get anywhere. And so that's the first part of this whole journey, which is your emotional state. And you need to analyze where you're at because your emotions control your your frequencies, basically, your thought processes. Mm-hmm. So if you're coming into this whole thing with the the idea of this sucking and not working, you're not even being open to it and you're just doing it with the thought of failing before you even try it, this won't work. And that's the whole thing. So if you're unhappy with your life and you're just expecting this to fail and keep you unhappy, it will. And that's that's the whole thing like people fail at, I think. Because they're like, it didn't work, I didn't expect it to work. There you go, I told you so. Yeah. So if you're like that, leave that at the door. Don't come in with that expectation. Don't come in with any expectations. Do this with the state of it's an experiment. It's for fun. Like when you were in school and you had to go to science class and do like mm-hmm. different experiments and stuff. Mm-hmm. You you know like this is how things react and stuff. But when you saw it, you're like, whoa, that's cool. You know, mm-hmm. volcanoes and baking yeah. soda and yeah. Coca-Cola and stuff. So, so many stuff. <laughs> yeah. So leave that at the door. Leave your like ego basically at the door and come into this experiment if you're doing this. Um, with an open mind and just like if it works it works if not that's fine but you know mm-hmm. your emotional status has to be one that's kind of open yes. and accepting and and not like um ex- expecting something in the negative state before you even start and then being like life sucks it keeps sucking whatever yeah yeah you have to i think it's it's really helpful to just start with a feeling of gratefulness yeah. so I don't know, like, let's say, let's say your goal is just to get a different job. If you're trying to get that different job while you're miserable about the current job you have, it's going to be very, very, very difficult to get that new job. Yeah. You need to be grateful for what you have. And in that gratitude, find another job, basically. Yeah. And so that starts, um, if you've ever, if you ever want to like get fully in depth, a really great book is called Ask and It Is Given by Esther and Jerry Hicks, which I think I've mentioned before. Um, It's just really great um, breaking down the way energy and manifestation work, but that's exactly it. It's that state of gratitude which elevates you. And we're not saying lie to yourself in all states. We're not saying, Mm -hmm. like, if your job sucks, your boss sucks, that you're, like, just, oh, yeah, well, actually, he's great. But rather, if you're going through, through the notion every day of being like, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks, in between those things, I'm sure there are things you like. There must be one person at work who you've talked to. Mm-hmm. You're like, that interaction was a nice one. I appreciate that. It doesn't have to be your friends with them. Just that simple interaction you had. They helped you. Wow, I'm so grateful that person helped me. Or a customer was really nice to you. I really appreciate this nice customer. Or the fact that you get paychecks and you can feed yourself and pay rent. Yeah. That's... Great and even if you're gratitude. not happy with where you are in the paycheck cycle, for example, right? A lot of us are like, I want to be making more money. And trust me, I've been there. I've been like 
so mad for friends too who are not making enough money and I'm just like oh like I want you to be making more money and that makes me angry but you can't go at it with that but rather like okay well I am making enough money right now and I can do all these things with this money and then with that once you're emotionally there you feel a lot better and so the whole aspect of this building block is that you need to be emotionally aligned in the present to how you want to be in the future. Yeah. So if you want to be happy in the future, it starts right now. Yeah. You know, like when they say a bigger house won't fix your problems, moving away won't fix your problems. Yeah, a better job's not going to fix. Well, That's, maybe it might, it, but. <laughs> no, I don't, I honestly think I if you try to jump ship when you're already in that negative state, right into like another thing, it can be really harmful. Yeah, and you'll, just, not, you'll just find like, new things to be negative about correct because you're just dragging it along even if it's great you'll eventually turn it into something negative yeah um and it's like it's funny like that but you know get to the gratitude side so you can start that by every day on the one thing you want to manifest so starting with picking the first first thing you want to manifest and trying to to see what that is it can be really small right it can be like I don't know. Give me an example, Arya. A free coffee. A free coffee, right? Mm -hmm. So every day, you're super grateful for the coffees you pay for or you have in your house or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you show gratitude for every time you like take a sip of something. Mm -hmm. And that feels good. And then you feel like you're, you're lucky to have it. In the statement of writing things which is like your gratitude side, you, you usually think it or you write it. Writing is more powerful, um, in my opinion, and I think most people's opinion. Yeah, I think speaking it is fine too, but yeah, writing is better. It's just the strongest, but because there's a connection with your like hand to your yeah. brain. But yeah. definitely like talking it out loud, um, just saying it into the universe kind of fun times. But once you get through that, you can then focus on the statement that you have written down, right? Mm -hmm. And I think... That's like an interesting part because you can learn a lot about how to write things and there's a lot of like different formulas, but I think the main thing to, to focus on is like imagining it in the present moment. Yes. So you kind of have to state it like, I'm so happy for this free coffee I have right now. Yeah. Even when you don't have it, you yeah. have to, that's what you, that's, that's the language you have to be using with yourself. You have to be thinking in the present tense and you have to like feel the emotion as if you have it. So let's maybe think of a bit, a better example than not, not just a coffee. Let's say you want to get a new house. That's your dream. And all of a sudden, you know, not all of a sudden, but like the, what you're telling yourself is, you know, I'm so happy that we found our dream home. I'm so grateful that we have, this many bedrooms and we have this and we like, I'm so happy. I'm so grateful. So content. Yeah. Whatever. Well, I said start small because I think it's easy to get really specific and that's the main part. So with the coffee example, when you're writing it, you can start understanding how this plays an impact. So, you know, when you read a story and you're like comparing a really crappy story to a really great story, usually the greater story has a lot more um, descriptions, right? So you understand the environment, the characters in, the emotions they're going through, the characters around them, mm -hmm. because it's being detailed out. It's like, you know the character has red hair, green eyes, um, is sure. like, you know, a 35-year-old person in this Lake Tahoe, I don't know, somewhere. Sure, <laughs> sure. 
And that connects you. It's the same thing. So it's like, what kind of coffee do you want? Do you want it to be a double-double? Do you want Americano. it to be Americano? Do, si. you, do you want it to be French vanilla? All these things. Si, claro. Is it a large? Is it a medium? Si. Si, si grande. <laughs> grande? Muy grande. And, uh, like, you know, you can go into so much detail. Is it from a specific type of place? Is it from Tim Hortons? Or is it from Starbucks? Or McDonald's? Or wherever it is from, right? So all these little things, they just make that vision of what you want and you when you think about it that much clearer. So very clearly, if I wrote, like, I'm so happy and grateful for this free double-double extra large from McDonald's mm-hmm. that uh, I get to drink first thing in the morning. Yeah. Right? You, you've you had a coffee in the morning before. Most likely, this is something small, right? So you've tried it before. You, you kind of have a taste of it, but you may not have had it for free. And so when you do this, you're imagining all these emotions of like, oh my God, it's so great that I got it for free. A lot of the times, I just want to make a disclaimer. It may not happen exactly to the T of what you imagine, but because yeah. you're imagining it in such detail, you're giving kind of the directions. You're that, basically putting yourself in the way I like think about it in the right frequency. Yeah. You're putting yourself in the right, you know, think of it like radio waves. <laughs> yeah. You're on the same frequency as what you're trying to attract. So you're more likely to attract that to yourself. Correct. And try and keep this one to yourself. Like when you're doing it, don't don't invite other people's thoughts or opinions, and don't go telling people like I'm trying to get a free coffee. And they're like, whatever, you can't do that. No, don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. This is just for you. Yeah, do this for yourself, whatever it is, and see how it how you do it. Now you can add another step to it and have dates attached to it, right? So you could be like, oh, by like by this day I want to do this. By this day I want. I this. feel like now we're getting pretty close to it just being a goal as opposed to a manifestation. No, I know, but I'm saying like that's another level that's, yeah. to it. So some people do that where they they do manifest goals though. That's the whole thing. You yeah. manifest your that's the that's the thing you're aiming for, right? You're you're trying to manifest all these goals in your life and things that you want eventually that are bigger than yes. than what you yes. just coffee. Yeah. Um so those usually have timelines or things attached to them. And you don't have to know all of it, but to get started, you should know some of it and start building on it. And it's the story of you. Mm-hmm. So think of this whole thing as your personal story and how you want it to be created. And at this point, a lot of people may be being like, well, how the frig does that work? I can imagine and I'm living on a nice farm in this place. And blah, can, blah, I blah. Give, can I give a small example? Yeah. So there is this thing that I wanted to get. I wanted to get a controller that was discontinued there's no longer being manufactured there's no way to buy it other than to buy it secondhand for you know some upcharged amount yeah i really wanted this controller it looked cool Uh, you know i was thinking about it i was thinking wow once i get it these are the games i'm going to play with it keep in mind i didn't have it i didn't know how i was going to get it but i was already thinking once i get it these are the games i'm going to play with it and i was getting excited and i was like getting in that zone and the right frequency and then some time passed, not too long, like no more than a week or two max. I'm talking to one of my best friends. Turns out he has the very controller. He doesn't like it. And he's willing to give it to me for free because he's my friend. It's like boom, bada, boom. I just manifested that controller into my life. Yeah. And I think that's the funny thing is that's the third part, right? So after you've done all this work, people might find this part a little hard to do. But this is actually, I think... 
after the emotional part, mm-hmm. this is one of the key parts. So after you've written it down, and with that, you can add pictures, whatever you want, right? You can make a manifestation board at that time, mm-hmm. any of those things to support that. Mm-hmm. But you kind of have to let it go. You kind of have to let it go. You can't obsess about <laughs> it. Yeah, that's the thing. If you obsess, because here's the way it works. If you're doing it out of desperation, if there's like a desperate energy coming off of you, yeah. it's never going to happen. Like pretty much never. Yeah. You need to want it and you need to get like in the emotions of having it and get happy and all that. And then just kind of let it go and try not but to think about it too here's much. Here's why people will get confused, right? So it kind of ties back to step one. And step one was that whole idea of being happy where you are. So really, the point is you're like, you know what? I'm still grateful for what I have. So if I don't get that free coffee, my life doesn't. Yeah, it's whatever. That that doesn't kill me or, you know, I'm not so devastated and yeah, upset. You're still grateful. You're still happy. And some people may go like, I don't understand this. Now think to a time in your life where something around you has, someone around you maybe has acted desperately. Whether it's a friend, a family member, and uh, like a relationship you've had, or someone who's liked you and stuff. And they're like super clingy and desperate for you. Normally... Those situations don't end well. They don't. Normally, you're like, the more someone is extra attached and like in a desperate way means it's unhealthy, not like in a... Well, I think the easiest analogy for people to understand is like the relationship analogy, right? Yeah. When you think of like, you like somebody, but then they're like super desperate for you back. It like, it like almost turns you off from that person. You're like, whoa, I don't want to be near your like desperate energy. Yeah. And it, and it makes it really hard for the other person to understand because they're just like, oh, I need you, right? Yeah. Um, or if, you, if you've been like desperate for a job or something before, right? Where you go like super stressed about everything, mm-hmm. you're bringing in all those like expectations and that's the whole thing. It's kind of like being like, I trust and I release. And that's the, the scary part for a lot of people who don't understand because they're like, I can't just trust and release. But you have to. Mm-hmm. You have to just kind of be like, if it's already meant to be mine, it's mine. And I know it because I feel it. And that gut intuition you have inside of you will allow you to kind of feel that mm-hmm. resonance of like, yeah. yeah, you know, this feels right to me. I know I want it and I, I'll have it when it's meant to be mine. If it's not at that exact date you want, that's okay. Yeah. Don't be upset over that. Like you wrote that date and you didn't get it by then. Don't hold on. Don't think about it like every second of every day. But rather just like when you have that coffee, again, feel that gratitude. When you think of like you drive by a beautiful house and you're looking at your dream houses. Oh my God, that's a beautiful house. I love it. But not every single second of every single day because it becomes really, really hard for you to create a space for Mm -hmm. it to show up for you basically. Mm -hmm. Now this is all the like. Can I give another example? Yeah. A bigger example this time? Yeah. So this is how I manifested my my current job, which is actually my dream job. Mm-hmm. So I would say like six or seven months ago, something like that, maybe, maybe like eight months or something. Um, I decided that, you know, I want to shift my career and go in a different path. And I wanted to become a professional game developer. And at that point, I was already making games on the side for myself, you know, like hobbyist style. Mm-hmm. Right. So I would like at first it was a little obsessive. Like I would constantly think about it and I would constantly want it. And I was like pretty upset at my current job. And I was just upset that I didn't have that new job. So in the beginning, it wasn't going very well for me. And then at a certain point, I was just like, you know what? 
I'm grateful for the job I have. I'm so grateful I work with cool people and I get paid like a really good amount, you know, for my age and everything. So happy, so grateful. And I'm so happy making games for fun as a, as a hobby. Like, mm -hmm. it's one of my favorite things in the world. Like, if I don't get the job right away and I just make more games as, for, you know, hobby, then that's fine too. I'll be so happy doing that, right? And then, you know, six months later, boom, I get the job that I wanted. And I thought it would take me two, to, two or three years to get that job, maybe even more. Like, that's what I was sort of thinking. That's what the logical part of my brain was telling me. But, and side note, you worked with a coach as well. Yes, like, I did. Change so, your mindset. I did. So yeah, maybe, <laughs> yeah. But so I just, if you but, can't do it, maybe ask for help somewhere to get help. Yeah, like there's nothing wrong with getting help. In fact, I encourage people to get, to get life coaching. I think it's great mindset coaching. It's fantastic. Yeah. But the point is, you know, you just, you have to, you have to let it go. You can't be desperate. You have to be grateful for what you already have. Yeah. But you also like something else I did was I would like regularly think about what I'm going to feel when I get that job. Like mm -hmm. I have so many journal entries where I literally wrote as if I already got the job before I got the job. Mm -hmm. And I would just talk about like my feelings and like how excited I was. I wrote down like every, every like um, bullet point about my dream job. Like, oh, I'm going to work with like these kind of people. I'm going to work like these kind of hours and make this kind of money. Most of it came true, if I'm being honest. Um, and another thing I did, you said, like, you, you have that belief in yourself. Mm -hmm. I knew one way or another, when the time is right, I was going to be a professional game developer. Yeah. I believed that through and through. Yeah. But I also let it go. And I was like, whenever it happens, it happens. Like, I'm not stressing about it. Mm -hmm. And that's when it happened. And that's how it almost always works. Like, the moment you're kind of like, oh, it is what it is, but... The main part is you believe in it still. It's not like you've lost belief or anything in it. You know it's yours, but you believe in it and you understand that it's kind of either you're not ready for it to show up yet or you need to like just wait a little bit longer. Yeah, you just have to be a little patient. It'll be there for you. And I think we put pressure on a lot of things a lot of the time to be a specific way in a specific time in a specific um, you know, for mm -hmm. a specific reason. Yeah. And when it doesn't happen, we give up. And I think you can't give up. You you can't have that moment of like belief shattered. No, because yeah, it just... that's, that's not the way manifestation works. You, if you stop believing in it, then it's never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Now here's the other parts of it, which Arya mentioned in his, his journey, right? So those are all the kind of more, I guess, the woo-woo parts. Um, where people are like, I don't, I don't know if it really works, blah, blah, blah. So you have to do all those parts. And then added on is taking actions. But it's taking yes. inspired yes. actions. So you have to understand, like Arya said, he wanted to work in the game industry. And you can't just be like, I'm going to just apply to the game industry without a portfolio and or knowing anything about games because I just like playing video games. Because you know that's not realistic in the sense of if someone were actually to ask you something... And see how passionate you are. I don't think you're that passionate if you don't even care to learn how to do something, right? You just are like, that looks cool. I want to do it, whatever. It's like not the solution. But it doesn't mean you kill yourself. So Arya really enjoyed the idea of making games. And so he decided to do it for fun on the side. It wasn't for any specific reason. It wasn't for anyone other than himself. But yeah, it, really it wasn't. went to the whole goal, right? Yeah. Or the idea no, of manifesting that's it. That's literally the best way to put it. Like, I had a friend ask me one time, like, why do you make these games? Is it just to put in your portfolio and apply for jobs? And I was like, 
no that's <laughs> that's not the reason why i make these games i make these games because it's fun i love it and i'm good at it yeah and it's just a bonus that it can go on my portfolio and help me get a job <laughs> now it may not be exactly like that but no matter what it is you need to be doing inspired action so you feel good doing whatever it is you know like you feel good going back to that coffee example taking walks every day to your neighborhood mcdonald's area right and getting a mcdonald's every morning just for example, to get that free coffee in the future. McDonald's coffee, yeah. not, not McDonald's burgers. No, no, <laughs> coffee. Um, like I'm saying, it's part of your, your, your... Go to your local coffee shop. You go there. You can't yeah. just be like, I expect a free McDonald's coffee. I never leave my house. No one ever comes over. I never see coffee. Like that's kind of... It's not that it won't happen, but it's just way harder for that to show up for you. Someone may come and drop it off, but you got to have a routine of something to be involving that. Yes. People need to know you like coffee. You need to... Tell them your favorite coffee, things like that, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, you need to put it into the universe a little bit. Yeah, so it's like taking inspired action. And I've done that before where, like, I recently wanted to work with someone um, for myself on my, like, um, health journey. And I was looking for someone to help me with my stuff. And I specifically chose someone who I was, like, energetically looking at. And I was like, I feel like I could also maybe have a future with them with my business, right? As so I, as a client, yeah. And I was like, I want to, that's not my goal. My goal is actually for me to use them as like, you know. Use their services. Their services and, you know, provide them with, with the, my business. Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry, like, you know, providing their business with my, my, um. Okay. What's that you word? You just made it so confusing. <laughs> I'm going to be their. Client. Client. Yes. Okay. I wasn't trying to convert them or anything like that. But through talking to them, I realized that there was value for me to be in their life as well and offer my services like I originally thought. But it couldn't have happened if I hadn't actually told them what my services was and that I could and am willing to help them. And then they were excited about that. And so I've, I've been, you know, my goal was like, oh, I really want to find someone who I'm aligned with to work with. And it can't happen if you just sit in your bedroom all day not not talking to anybody or yes. you know trying to figure out what to do and putting yourself out there it doesn't mean you have to hustle that is my clause on this it doesn't mean you're 24/7 taking action it means that you're taking action when it feels good and that's the difference between someone like hustle 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 and someone where they say, you're just lucky. That just worked out for you. That was easy for you. Nah. And it's not because it was. It's more like you trusted that intuition inside of you. You trusted what you were going I after. I still wouldn't say it was easy. Like, I still wouldn't say... No, but to the outside world... Yeah, to the outside world, it seems that way. But I'm hoping that if some of those outside people are listening right now, yeah. I can just dispel that right now and say it's not well, easy. Well, we can go back to actually, for your, for your example, right? You mm -hmm. had applied to this exact same place as well as a bunch of others. Oh, yeah. I had applied to so many studios. I The studio that I got the job at, I had also applied to previously That's and did I'm not saying. get it. So you'd applied at a previous time where you weren't um, you weren't doing any of the manifestations. I wasn't ready yet. You weren't. And you were just applying, 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 applying. But it wasn't working for you. But that didn't mean... And you know what? This goes back to what I was saying. That was when I was still in that desperate energy yeah. where I was just applying like crazy. Like I, I, like I didn't even like screen the, the studios I was applying for. Like, yeah. I was just so desperate to get in the industry. I was applying to like anything and everything. And it didn't work out, obviously, because I had that desperate energy. 
Yeah. And once I left that and I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to go work on my own stuff for a bit and like build up my portfolio a bit more and maybe just like here and there apply to a few studios I like. Boom. Yeah. It worked. I mean, like it took some time still, but you know. And you were sure, you know, you were like one way or another, I'm going to find myself in this and I really want it to be by this day. I'm going to do it. You were sure of it happening. And I find a lot of us have a hard time. I have a very hard time with that. Like Arya's a lot better at that than I am. He's very like an arrow, throws a dart or whatever at the target and aims specifically there and gets to that point. Whereas I may have yeah. like roundabouts. Along. I feel like once I have a vision or I have a goal, like you're a goal oriented person. Yeah. And I can see the finish line. Yeah. No matter how far it is, I can see the finish line. Yeah. You can look up goal and river type of people. That's another great, um, you know, there's a whole lot of information on that. Earl Nightingale talked about that too, which mm -hmm. is how you're oriented and how you work with your goals. Um, but when you're doing these actions, you feel good about them. And like I said, not a desperate energy and it works out almost, I want to say 99% of the time because you feel drawn to it. Yeah. It's, you know what, it, like at the end of the day, what it really is, is manifestation is pretty much like goal setting. If you think about it, like you're like identifying something that you want badly and you like put it out in the universe, you put it in your mind, you feel it, like you really feel it in your heart and then you work hard to make it happen. But you know, it's not like grueling work. It's like stuff, it's like, you know, inspired actions like we were saying. Yeah. But it's still hard work. Like, you still have to put in the work to do it. Yeah. It's not just going to happen, you know, like, fairy dust woo-woo shit. Like, no, that's not how it's going to happen. No. But it's getting clear. And clarity helps a lot in, in life and in getting to manifesting things. Because, like I said, if you're not emotionally there and you don't have a vision for what it is, then you'll never get there. And it's kind of like a... Um, there's a huge... Like, everyone always gives this example. But, you know, if you're... You take your car. You get in it. And you're like oh, I don't know where I'm going. I'm just going to drive. Mm -hmm. Well, you're never going to get anywhere specific because you don't know where you're going. You don't have anywhere. You don't have a map, nothing, right? Yeah. You're just driving. Whereas if you're like, okay, I want to get to Florida from here. Well, you can, you can do it in so many different ways, but the best way would be get a map, figure it out, get in your car and know exactly the route the GPS is telling you to take to get there fastest, right? Exactly. Instead of just being like, I'm going to Florida, I'm going to figure it out by myself, whatever. But when you do those steps and you take the map and you find it and mm -hmm. you know how to get there and you're driving with the directions, that's all steps that you're taking to get to that end result. And you know that end result is what you mm. want and where you want to be. And it feels good. And a lot of the time, I just want to put this other part out there, is you know what you want. You're just scared to admit it. Yeah. Yeah. This is This is so true. This is so true. Like... People like, like six months ago, like when, when I started working with my coach, which is your mom, yeah. um, when she asked me what my goals were, I had a really, really hard time coming up with my goals. Like before I had started the program, yeah. like I like couldn't come up with a list of 50 goals, like 50 things I wanted. Yeah. Like I couldn't do that. And then throughout, you know, doing the course, I became more comfortable with dreaming. If that makes sense. Like I became more comfortable with having goals and dreams that seemed pretty crazy to, to an outsider, right? Like if I told somebody, hey, I want to be like a big YouTuber by yeah. next year. Yeah. That's a pretty, you know, uh, ambitious goal to, to tell somebody, right? Or, you know, whatever else you have. Yeah. 
But then I, I went back to that same exercise, you know, after doing the program. And it was so much easier for me to write goals because at that point I had learned that you can do anything you set your mind to. Your mind is the most powerful power in the world. Yeah. And when you tune it, calibrate it and set it for a task, it's like it like nothing can stop you. Like we all have unlimited potential to do whatever we want. And like you said in the beginning, it's a superpower. It's a superpower. If you're just willing to tap into it, anyone can do it. As long as you can think and dream and write and you don't even have to write, honestly. As long as you can like vision different things up and and have conversations and put yourself out there, you will get it. It'll show up for you because it's meant to be yours. There's like a lot of people really focus on what's not possible and the... It's called an abundance mindset versus like a lack a mind. lack mindset. And our society is so trained to be in this. Like it's normal to complain. It's if you don't complain, you're weird. If you're not like, you know, saying, yeah, that's the suck, culture. That's the culture. Yeah. You're not normal. And so it's really hard to break that programming and go into an abundance mindset. Like, yeah, there are enough jobs for me. There are, there's enough food, there's enough housing, there's enough, like so many of your basic needs, people will say there's not enough of this, yeah. there's not enough of that. And we go into that, that like depressive kind of state. And this lack mindset can even be applied to things where it's like, like, let's say you want to do something and you're like, oh, but somebody else has already done it. So I, I can't do it. Yeah. It's like, you're, you're still in that lack mindset because you think there's not enough for you as well. Yeah. Like you think, like, let's just say there's, I'm going to stay with the YouTuber example because it's easy. But let's just say there's one big YouTuber who does like videos about cars. Nobody else does it. He's the biggest. He's like got 100% market share. And you think to yourself, oh, I really love cars, but I can't make a YouTube channel about cars because this guy's already doing it. Like, no, you got to be in that abundant mindset where it's like there's 7 billion people in the world and almost all of them are on YouTube. So yeah, there's a, there's like market shares for everyone. There's food for everyone. It's just a matter of finding solutions that work for you and what you envision for yourself. And honestly, biggest tip out there is if you find the people around you are not supportive of you, you don't have to tell them anything. Just don't tell it to them. Just hold it on to yourself. Believe in yourself. And when you get to the point where you've succeeded, then tell them. Tell them that it happened. And they'll be shocked. They'll tell you things like, you're lucky, blah, 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 blah. Who cares? You did it. It doesn't matter. And keep doing that. And you will get to a point where those people won't be your main circle anymore. They will kind of naturally fall. The people who are not meant to be there will kind of naturally fall out. They will, yeah. And the people who are meant to be there and stick by you will keep showing up and sticking by you. And new people will show up for you because you'll be growing. And you'll, like Arya said, energy your energy will attract other people who are just like you. And you will be shocked if you can do this for one year and repeat like this every year. And like we say, every day you get like that 1% better and you feel better and you manifest more and more. We promise that like by the end of the year, if you do this, you'll be blown away and yeah, and you'll be a believer. You'll surprise yourself. So like give yourself a chance. That's, that's the advice that you have to take from this. Yeah, give yourself, isn't it worth it? Like whoever's listening to this, like don't you think it's worth it to give it a try? Like just think about what if, what if it's true? What if what we're saying is true? What if manifestation is real? And what if you could really achieve anything you set your mind to? Anything. Yeah. Isn't that worth trying to see if that is true? 
the world is shifting and this is becoming a more and like we said it's becoming more and more popular to discuss this but the more you look into this topic the more you see how it works the more you understand it and don't listen to people who are just like yeah it just works super easy it's just like a one step of like thinking and it shows up that's not true but anyone who gives you any more steps and helps you understand like how to write better how to dream bigger how to work in a more efficient and in flow way those are the people you need to start looking more into and seeing what how you can you know emanate those same traits and uh emulate not emanate but um you can just you can get there and it just takes a little bit of practice a little bit of time and belief in yourself yeah and universal vibrational magic yeah woohoo okay i think we're over 40 minutes now so we should probably wrap it up Yes, if you've stuck along to the end of this episode, thank you so much. We so appreciate you listening to this. We hope you have an amazing end of your, start of your week, actually. Sorry, start of your week. And uh, we hope that we get to chat with you next week. And yeah, and we hope that you try this. Try yes. this and take our words to heart. Yeah, if you do, oh my God, if you do manifest something. Oh, please tell us. Please tell us. We'd love to hear. Like, leave us a voice note or message us or Instagram us. Anything. We'd love to hear about it. And as always, you can do it. You deserve to be 1% better. And have a nice day. Bye, everyone. Talk to you next week. Bye.